Okay, so before this episode kicks off, I just want everybody to take a couple seconds to hear me out, okay? It's very important. Listen to the urgency in my voice. I, the apex of podcast about nothing, am looking for a permanent co-host. Yes, you heard me. Permanent. Permanent? Permanent. A forever co-host, okay? You know what I'm trying to say. So if you're interested, please DM me on my Instagram, on my Twitter. You can find me on Twitter, pod bout nothing. Find me on Instagram, podcast bout nothing. We can do a one episode trial run just to see how everybody likes it. You know what I'm saying? Take a feel for each other, learn the ropes, do some promotion stuff together and see how it works out. But DM me if you're interested on Twitter, pod about nothing on Instagram podcast about nothing. I am extending my hands out to my listeners. If you want to be a part of this, Shoot me a DM. Hello, my faithful fellow listeners. Welcome to another episode of Podcast About Nothing. But before I get into it, let me do my formalities. Have you ever thought about traveling or or throwing a party or quinceanera or bar mitzvah? And you're on Instagram? Well, go follow what occasion. What occasion? All one word. It's a travel agency and a party planning company. Go follow what occasion? All one word. No matter what the occasion, go with what occasion. Y'all know what time it is, man. Same host, same podcast, new episode. Um, nothing new here. Um, well, I guess the only thing new here is the episode. Anyway, uh, you know, it's, it's in the middle of the week. You know, it's a Tuesday. Um, I decided to record a little episode. I, I'm going to try to come up with a schedule. I'm not making any promises. I'm not making any guarantees. Although, I do want to start up something called the uh, hashtag about nothing promise. But I'm, I'm going to get into the, 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 uh, the details on that. You know what I'm saying? At some other point. This this isn't a particular episode. I'm, I'm I'm gonna talk about a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff that's plaguing my mind. I guess you could say. Um, you know, I I don't know how long this episode is gonna be. I try to keep everything under thirty minutes unless I am featuring someone on an episode. And by the way, I hope everybody listens out for, you know, the little. Um, formalities that I run at the beginning of the episode, you know, when you search for a co-host, nothing's changed there. It'd be nice to have someone, you know, let's, let's give it a shot. Let's give it a try to see, you know, how it works out or whatever. But, you know, if not, then I don't know how long I'll keep doing this though, to be honest. But, uh, well, you know, who knows when the time will tell. Maybe I'll realize that, you know, I'm, I'm, I might be better off by myself, you know, who knows. But, um, so something that I I guess I kind of want to touch on a little bit is, um, what's the dude's name, man? I forgot the dude's name. 
Anyway, the uh the dude who killed uh Nipsey Hussle, you know, he got um he he got arrested at a uh at a um mental institution. He he checked himself into a mental institution, uh used his government name you know, the police were informed and, you know, he got arrested. And he's, apparently he's using a lawyer, right? He has a lawyer, not a public defender, but a lawyer that's on retainer. And he was a part of the the lawyer team, I guess the legal team of OJ Simpson. Now, I don't know how this dude can afford a lawyer who's a part of the legal team in one of the most infamous trials in American history. Not the most infamous, but one of. The OJ trial is up there. And his lawyer was a part of that legal team. I don't know how he was able to keep that lawyer on retainer, so... I don't know, there's there's something, there's a deeper, darker criminal link going on. There's definitely something going on. I know dude did not just hit up old boy. It was like, yo, let me represent you in this case. Like, um, And apparently, this lawyer is also representing a former NFL player who's on trial for murder. And he's using the plea of uh, insanity because of CTE. That a lot of NFL players uh, suffer from. A lot of NFL players suffer from um, CTE, which is basically too much trauma to the head, basically. And this NFL player committed a murder. He's saying that because of CTE, he killed somebody, basically. Um, Now, dude never played football, so he can't use CTE, but... I guess there's a history of him having mental problems and there's actual documentation and medical records that he, that the, um, psychi- the psychiatric facility that he checked himself into, there's medical records that he's, he has checked himself into that same institution before. Um, and so a lot of people say that, you know, he's a little off, you know, and I don't want to talk bad about anybody with um, mental problems, you know, by using the term a little off. Like, that's just something that, you know, in the hood, that's that's what we say. That's that's just lingo that's used, you know, just being a little off or whatever. And apparently this isn't one of those things where it's like, you know, you know, you know, everybody has their thing, you know, everybody has their thing. Where they're just like, you know, you know, they're a little off. Everybody has their thing. I have my thing. I have anger issues. I have anger problems. And and that comes from me. Uh, that comes from me uh, suppressing my anger. And eventually I explode. That's that's my thing. I'm a little off with that. You know, I'm a little off. Um, I don't. I'm not sure that this guy suffers from mental uh, mental problems. I don't know if he takes medication. 
I don't know if he sees a psychiatrist or a psychologist. I don't know. I'm not I'm not I'm not sure. But they're saying that he has checked himself into a facility a number of times and the woman that that was a uh, getaway driver after the murder took place of of Nipsey Hussle, she was saying that she didn't know that that was his plan. And there's also uh, witnesses saying that there was an argument and I, I don't know. Um, one thing I can say, I'm not believing any of this. It's all BS to me. This is a load of bull to me. I'm not falling for it. I don't care that dude has mental issues. I don't care. And a lot of times, and, and, and I, I know in this in this country, usually when someone with mental problems commits a crime, we're, we're not sympathetic to them at all. Because to me, it's just funny that all of a sudden you have a mental problem after you commit murders. Like with all the mass shootings and now all of a sudden you got a mental problem. Now you have a mental problem. I'm not, I'm not falling for it, man. I'm not going, I'm not going at all. I'm not going. And I know it's California. They don't do the death penalty out there. It's real. It's a real progressive state. I'm not going though. What's going to happen is they're going to put him in solitary confinement because he goes to prison. He's going to get murked the day he walks out there. I mean, there were police officers in L.A. that mourned the death of Nipsey. So this dude is going to get murked the second he touched down into a state penitentiary. They're going to put him in solitary confinement. Now, I don't believe that he should... You know, get the death penalty or whatever. I'm not really big on the death penalty. Um, I'm not really big on the death penalty. You know, I don't. I don't really believe that if you take a life, your life should be taken as what. Well. Like, I don't feel like with how messed up and corrupt that our government is, I don't feel like they should get a chance to play God. With how corrupt our government is, they they shouldn't get that choice to play God. And even when it comes to um even when it comes to uh abortions, the government should not get the choice to play God because of how corrupt and messed up it is from the inside out. Anyway, I so I don't think he should get the death penalty. Now I do believe he should be in prison. You know, he should get he should he should be thrown in prison. You committed a you committed murder. You should you should go to prison. You should not get solitary confinement. Like what's the saying? Can't do the time. Don't do the like. If you can't do the time, don't do the crime. So, I don't know how he has someone from OJ's legal team on retainer. Because I know he did not just pop up and call old boy up like yo, yo that's crazy. Hey, I can get you out of this. I, I'm not I'm not going. I'm not falling for it. There's somebody behind the scenes that was funneling money to this. There's someone I feel 
And I don't know how long this lawyer has been on retainer. I don't know. But I feel like there was someone funneling money to this lawyer for this exact reason. For this cause right here. I feel someone wanted Nipsey dead. And they're funneling money to this lawyer because they knew that this day was going to come. That's just me. That's just me. I could be wrong. But that that's just my thought. It's just a little weird that someone that stood beside Johnny Cochran, who helped OJ Simpson get off, is now representing some random street dude who committed a murder on a rapper. I'm I'm not going. Cause like me and fam got like the same amount of Instagram followers. Like I'm not I'm not I'm not falling for it. I'm not falling for this. There's a deeper, darker criminal link behind this. In other news, Jay-Z, um, was it 15 million? I think it was $15 million. No, it was more than that. Was it 25? I think it was $25 million uh, trust fund for Nipsey's kids. Shout out to Jay, man, my favorite rapper of all time. But this has nothing to do with rap. This is bigger than rap, you know? Um... Shout out to Jay, you know, and apparently uh, when Nipsey, you know, Nipsey owns his own masters. And for people that don't know what owning your masters exactly like what that exactly pertains to, it's whatever. When when rappers go platinum, you know, selling a million records, if your CDs cost twelve dollars, you're not getting all of that money after selling a million records at each album would cost $12. But when you own, because you no, know, you got management, you got the record label themselves want a, need their cut. Management needs their cut. And ours need their cut. Like it's a whole, it's a whole pie that's divided. And most of these artists are left with about 35% of their own money. So anyway, when you own your own masters, all of that money goes back to your pocket. So Nipsey was selling mixtapes for a hundred dollars, and Jay Z bought a hundred of them back when Nipsey first started. Around the time Nipsey first started. Um, yeah. So Jay, twenty five million dollar trust fund for Nipsey's kids. Man, shout out to Hove for that. Man, that's 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 big time. Nipsey was definite, definitely someone who was not down with the talking. He was about action. And I feel like that's just something that we all should follow, man. Just be about action. Stop talking. Just be about action. Um. Yeah, so that's, that's nuts to me. I saw on Twitter today that Bootsy, Lil Bootsy, got arrested yesterday on Facebook. Felony charges for gun possession and drug possession. For what? Why? I don't know if he had, I don't know if they're trying to hit him with the intent to sell. 
I don't know if they're trying to hit him with that. But man, you gotta move you you he's been to prison entirely too many times for way too long to still move that way. How can you still move like that? I apologize if y'all hear like something blowing in the background. I got my PS4 on. I was thinking about playing a video game while I was recording, but I don't know. Anyway, you can't still move the you still can't you cannot move that way. You can't move like that still. Nobody in your camp cares about you. They're allowing you to still move like you're not famous. And with the rap sheet that Boosie has, the hip hop police going to be all over him. Like, wh- what are you doing? I don't know, man. There's some people who can't. And this. OK, so there's some people that just cannot function when they're out of prison. There are some people that function better within the prison walls. And I feel like that says something about our our imprisonment institution that's in place. When you're in prison, you should not be in prison just to be sat down for a while. Like I feel like there should be some type of rehabilitation program that's within prison. That way, when people come out, they don't go back in. They learn how to function. They learn how to not to write a resume. They know how to apply for uh, jobs if they want to get a degree. You know what I'm saying? Like they shouldn't be able to know how to function within the formal ways of civilization. Not just, all right, man, you in here for, you know what I'm saying, nine to 15. You're in here for, you know what I'm saying, 10 to 15 years. You do about eight of them, and then you set out and you're told, okay, don't have any encounters with the police or you're going to be right back in here for another three. You know, like, it, it should be an, a rehabilitation, right? just like if someone go to rehab for drug use or being an alcoholic. It's a rehabilitation program that you enroll in. That should be what prison is. Now, granted, you don't enroll in prison, but while you're in prison, you're taught how to maintain and become a a, a law-abiding citizen. I feel like being put on probation is like being in prison outside of prison. There should be no need for uh, probation. People should not be set on probation. If you did your time within the prison walls, you should not still be doing time when you get out. But that is another tactic that is used to get people back in prison because that's how prisons make money. When people are in prison, just like with schools, schools, public schools make money when kids show up to school. So. With this guy talking about he has uh he has um mental illness, he should still be in prison. But there should should be a rehabilitation for that. You know? Um man, what else? Yeah, so that's where I feel like, you know, the 
being in prison has failed Boosie. It's failed anyone and everyone that has ever come out of prison. Not ever. Let me not say ever, because there are some people that come out of prison and they turn their lives completely around, you know. So let me not say ever. But the majority, the majority. Uh, Let me see, man. What else? What's something else I want to talk about? Okay, so I'm at work, right? I I wanted to tell this story to my anyway. So I'm at work, right? And the, there's this there's some dude at work or whatever. I don't I don't know his name. I don't know him particularly. Uh, this is the first and only time we spoke, and this was like you know I I believe last week at some point. Anyway, he tell he asked me, hey man, how you like you know what I'm saying? How you like the new position? How you like working on first shift? I'm like, oh, it's cool. I'm not going to be on first shift too long. I'm moving over to second shift or whatever pretty soon. And he said, oh, really? Man, I feel bad for you, man. That sucks. And I'm like, mm, what have you heard? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's wrong with second shift? And he was like, nah, it's just you got a girlfriend. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I do. And he goes, yeah, man, second shift, you know, because I was working second shift, I never got a chance to see my wife. We ended up getting a divorce. My first thought when he said that by him working second shift, he and his wife got a divorce. My first thought wasn't, oh, man, I hope that doesn't happen to my girlfriend and I. Wow, because I really like her. That wasn't my first thought. My first thought wasn't, man, I don't want to work second second shift anymore. That was not my first thought. My first thought was, dog, that means your marriage was already over if working second shift ended it. If your clock in hours, if your working hours ended your marriage, and it's not like you're some type of entrepreneur mogul who's always on the road who's always gone from home dog you have off days you work at the most 12 hours a day and you have off days two of them if working second shift ends your marriage your marriage was never going to last in the first place don't try to come at me like man second shift ended my marriage man you talking about you got a girl, you know, saying like, hey, don't all I'm going to say is, you know what I'm saying? Don't don't quit your job over no chick. He ain't use the word chick. But I'm like. I, I don't know how much my girlfriend likes me, but I think she likes me more. Than working second shift may end our relationship. Like, I think I think we're I think our bond is tight enough. That we can survive me working second shift, dog. If you're, there's no way. It's like, it, it'll be one thing if your marriage broke up because of money. And a lot of marriages end because of money. But if your woman wants a divorce because you're working second shift, two things. She was looking for a way out anyway and just use that as an excuse or... That's it. She she was looking for an excuse to get out. Work. No, it's not like you're not working. You're working. 
that marriage was never going to last, man. I'm sorry to tell you. I don't know how long they were married because I, I'm pretty sure my face said it all. Like, dog, really? Second shift is the reason why y'all got a divorce. Second shift. You working second shift in this y'all marriage. I never got just to see her. You know, I go to work midday and get off at night. Yeah, that yeah, that sucks. Yes. Yeah. But you still got you still have off days. Even if your off days are on days that she works. If you are truly in and I didn't want to go on this whole thing about relationships and in love and all this other crap. I didn't want to do all that. But I'm about to do it anyway. If you're in love with somebody, this isn't just boy. He said marriage. This isn't no boyfriend, girlfriend thing. This dude said marriage. If you're in love with someone and you say your vows before your family, a minister and God himself, and you say, I do, and y'all divorce over you working from 3 p.m. to 11 p.m., y'all got a divorce over that? Y'all weren't going to make it, dog. And I don't know how long. I don't know how long they were married. I didn't, I didn't think to ask. I didn't think to ask. I'm not sure how long they were married. I didn't think to ask. Because I was done with that conversation as soon as he said that. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Okay. All right. I don't, I mean, even giving me that information, what was I supposed to do with that? Was I supposed to be walking around with like with my girlfriend scared that oh man, maybe we should just end it now? What? Dog. Uh, look, look, man, look. And and then what's crazy is that now he works first shift. So y'all got a divorce for nothing. Like that to me, that sounds like you got a divorce for nothing. Because if y'all got a divorce while you're working second shift, but now you're working first, neither one of y'all don't try to blame second shift, dude. Don't blame second shift for y'all for for y'all not loving each other and not wanting to be married. Don't blame second shift. Come on, man. Come on, man. We gotta do better, man. We gotta do better than that. Stop trying to discourage people's relationships like that. Like some people just love being like rain on other people's parade, being a damper on someone's happiness. Stop trying to ruin relationships that 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 two people have with one another for what why throw that fork in the like for like i don't even know you my girl doesn't know you for what 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 would you and then we break up you know man you was right man i had a pick between second shift for her what come nick come come on my dog come on dog come on come on man anyway this has been another episode of podcast about nothing. I, I feel like there was something else I want to talk about, but I can't even think of it at this time. But, you know, it's whatever. It's, it's been 25 minutes. This has been another episode of podcast about nothing. I've been your host, The Apex. And until the next time, mind your business, count your blessings. Peace.